So I really had not intended on making another Kalari drop so soon after the one I did a few days ago. And especially after having such a good cast with um, Tony and Sherry last night on Snatching Edges. I was content with the content I put out. But then social media, as it often does, has both vexed and made me tear up. And I wanted to address something that really has bothered me for the last three years that is going to continue to bother me into next year. And that's that ignorant statement of vote blue no matter who. But before I go into the rant about that, i like to personally thank people who looked at my thread the other day when I was explaining what it means to be a struggling family and what Kamala Harris's bid meant to us who have to make sacrifices in order to keep the bills paid and keep a roof over our head and food on our table. And my son was going to give me the gift of not worrying about Christmas gifts. And I did not tweet that out for people to offer us stuff because we really are trying to stop having Christmas be all about gifts all the time. You know, it is a season of giving and there are a lot of families out there that are way needier than mine. In fact, the gifts that people have given me throughout this year as I struggled with finances has kept me in my house. And I was able to get my medicine and I was able to pay my bills down because of your generosity. So it wasn't that I was trying to be uh, closed off to the thought of you sending us stuff, money and gifts. It's just I feel like I don't deserve that kind of constant support when there are families out there that literally have no roof over their head, don't know how they're going to put food on the table, and I want them to be helped out as well. But I do thank those of you who wouldn't take no for an answer, who understand that I felt a little bit shame for even needing help again, and who continue to stick by me even when I feel that I'm not worthy of such. Thank you for your help. Thank you for your gifts. I'm going to videotape James opening any of the gifts sent to him. And, and I've made it to where you can send it in his name, James. Um, just thank you. These are the reason why I can log on Twitter most days and not feel completely 100% annoyed to the point of not wanting to deal with social media anymore. You're the reason why I still believe that there is some good in humanity. And I really thank you. And I really hope that if y'all are listening to this cast and you see somebody's GoFundMe and you have a little extra, even $5 here or there to a person who takes the time to make one of those, because it's not easy to do that. It's not easy to feel like you're begging people to help you out when you're in a crutch. And I say that all the time. I've come from a family where it's a barter system. Well, when something nice is done for you, it is held against you. So I'm not good with asking for help. I'm still not good. Even when there are people who have showed me repeatedly, Tin, I will have your back. I don't expect anything from it. Because I was raised to believe that if somebody does something nice for you, that they are going to expect something in return. 
So if you see somebody taking the time to put out that GoFundMe, I know it can be exhausting, especially around this time. There are going to be a lot of them. But if you can see somebody that touches your heart with their story and help them out, you would be doing so much good and it would be appreciated. Just like I appreciate everybody who steps up to help me. I hope that 2020 is a better year. I'm looking forward to getting my book published and using proceeds to help those who definitely need it. But for right now, we're still in 2019. And there are a lot of us who are still making sacrifices, what to pay, what not to pay, what to give up, what not to give up. So looking out for us in whole, it just makes everybody better. And thank you to those, again, who have had my back. And I hope that if you ever need it, that I can return that favor. But getting to the heart of this Kalari drop is the fact that people are in my mentions still. Even though I've said I am still in the stages of grief over what happened on Tuesday after Kamala announced that she is no longer running for POTUS in 2020. With the vote blue no matter who. And here's what is so vexing and insidious about that hashtag and that phrase. It's not vote blue no matter who for people who are facing civil rights violations because of our gender. Because of our sexual orientation. Who are watching children die. Literally die in cages. Because this administration has human rights violations. Who are watching world leaders mock the current person inhabiting our White House. Because he's not viewed as an actual leader. The person who steps in after Trump will have to undo the damage if that's their goal. Because some people seem to forget that if he makes it another four years, the Republicans might just lock down the White House for the next available few years, if we Democrats don't get our shit together on things. But if we do manage to pull an upset next year, which I have to say at this point, I'm not really feeling that. I hate to sound defeatist, and I will get to the heart of why in this cast as well. But if I have to be honest, I'm not feeling like we're going to pull that upset. But if we do, Whoever takes that mantle, whoever steps into the muck that's going to be left behind by this idiot and his administration, they are going to have to get our global credibility back or at least start establishing the path to getting our global credibility back. They are going to have to roll back all the damage Trump did with his immigration attacks. They are going to have to really make it up to asylum seekers who are being tortured as we speak. They're going to have to make DACA the citizens that they deserve to be. They're going to have to undo the drilling on the pipelines that was promised from the Obama administration that was immediately rolled back by this administration. They're going to have to undo the damage to the wildlife and the take climate change seriously. They're going to have to think about policies that affect each state when it comes to schooling for our children from K to 12. Some of you want to think about how you're going to pay for your college, 
How are you going to pay off the loans and dues? I'm not trying to lessen what you're going through, but we literally have kids in crumbling schools with out-of-date books, if they can even get that, who don't have access to technology that they should have because we are a tech-heavy country. So please miss me with your unicorns and pony candidate who cannot see that there are children who really need a candidate who see them and see their parents struggle and want better for them. When you come at me as a woman of color with vote blue no matter who, you are telling me that my vote for 30 years for Democrats doesn't matter against your fear of another four more years of Trump. I'm not voting for your fears. You didn't listen to my fears in 2016. When 94% of women like me got our asses out to the polls, got our families' asses out to the polls for the only thing that could have stopped this mess. You didn't hear us when we said we were going to lose the courts. You didn't hear us when we said they were going to attack uh, females and our reproductive rights. You didn't hear us when we said they were going to attack the LGBT's rights. And you ignored the fact that this man was a vero racist. And now we have children dying on a cold floor in cages. Their only crime is that their parents sought to have a better life for them. And you're telling me vote blue no matter who? No, it matters who. It matters to me as a mother, as a black woman living in a country where realistically, because of my color, because of my mental health, I could be shot to death in my own home. That I can't send my kid out to play with a toy and not worry about him getting killed for that. That can't send him to school without thinking, oh my God, is there going to be a school shooting? Am I going to have a hashtag for my child or myself? You do not understand that as you're telling me that my best bet is some out-of-touch, 70-year-old white person yet again for this party. And I know that people are tense right now. I know that people are sniping at each other. People are angry. But you got to understand how insensitive so many of you sound right now to people of color. Because we're always told to wait our place. We're always told that it'll be our turn someday. And then that goalpost is constantly moved. And it's even double as a woman. We're always told to wait our place. And when we get somebody who sees us, who wants to elevate us, who wants to make policies that are feasible to happen for all of us, we watch that be shredded for promises that can be put on a bumper sticker and for a hashtag. I know some of you are annoyed right now at Kamala Harris supporters for daring to be upset, for daring to say this is, might be the straw for us. This might be the last straw for those of us who have constantly given us, given of ourselves, given our all for this party, only to be told we want your vote but not your voice. And I get that in your bubble of privilege, 
that us not bowing to the knee and helping you get Trump out of office is the most important thing. And how dare we not uh, follow suit with you who are voting for your fears when it was avoidable in the first place. You have no right coming at me with vote blue no matter who. You have no right coming at most black women with that. You need to take that line to your kinfolks who are more likely going to vote conservative. You need to sit at the dinner table saying vote blue no matter who. You need to call up your auntie and uncle Jim and tell them to vote blue no matter who. You need to talk to your parents and your siblings who some of you will lament in my very thread are Trump supporters that you just don't deal with. But you find it real easy to tell somebody who has always voted blue since she could vote over 25 years ago that I should vote blue no matter who. Save your lectures for your racist family and friends. I know where my votes have gone. I have voted constantly for people who don't look like me, who don't care about my issues, who are still chasing the white working class. Ignoring that the American working class comes in every ethnicity, every cultural belief, every non-belief even. So miss me with that vote blue no matter who. Because at this point, after Trump, if you think it doesn't matter who, you're part of the problem. And that's the real tea about this. You are part of the problem that thinks we could just solve everything by just having Democrats uh, in office when some of these Democrats don't share the values that we need to undo the damage. We need to make seeking asylum in this country legal. We need to stop putting a criminality on border crossing when people are literally fleeing for their lives. When battered women are fleeing for their lives. When people in war-torn countries who are being forced to be in gangs or be killed are fleeing here because this is supposed to be the land of opportunity. When you can literally be denied adoption, medical care, where to go to the bathroom based on who you love or how you identify as a gender. When your very rights as a human being comes down to whether your womb is able to hold a baby and having people put the dangerous thought of reimplanting an atopic pregnancy, which will kill us. This is a reality, people. This is what we're facing under this administration. So you don't got to tell me the dangers of four more years of Trump. But what I'm here to tell you is that I want somebody better than just the blue after Trump. I want consistently better after this mess. And if you don't, we're not on the same page. You are not an ally to me, nor do I want you to consider me an ally to you. Because mediocre is not acceptable after Trump. Mediocre should have never been acceptable after a candidate like Hillary Clinton, who had the receipts who had the resume, who had the coalition to lead us, was cheated out of her presidency. And now I've watched another strong candidate be cheated out of her historic bid for the presidency because we're never ready for real change when it's needed. And after Trump, change is needed. 
change to the structure of the white patriarchy, change to the frailty of white feminism, change to everything that is considered the status quo. I say this as an American citizen. I am tired of being other. I am tired of watching people like me suffer because so many people are comfortable at their level of society and societal bias because they're not affected by it, but they don't like the fact that we look bad right now on the global and national stage. That's the only reason why you want blue no matter who. It doesn't matter to you if that blue can come in and really reverse the damage being done. It doesn't matter to you if that blue can actually get some gun reform into the White House so that we can stop sending our babies into active drills. It doesn't matter to you that there are women right now afraid that rape is going to probably be considered legal in some of these states because there are evangelicals who believe that rape is okay as long as a baby's result from it, who see us as fuckable meatbags and incubators. This is a reality, y'all. This is not the Alex Jones-level conspiracy shit. This is happening on a daily basis. Rapists are getting away with rape. Women's reproductive systems are under attack. Civil rights for LGBT are under attack from being rolled back. And there are literal babies dying on the floor in prisons set up by this administration because being brown and needing asylum is now a crime, according to Donald Trump. But you can't tell me with all of that that we need to go backwards or lower our standards and just put anybody in besides him. When the people we've got currently are A-OK with white supremacy, aren't going to change the status quo, which is what we need right now to prevent anything like Trump ever happening to us again. You're not thinking on the terms of the big picture. And that's what scares me the most for 2020, is nobody wants to think about the damage that has to be undone. They just want Trump out. Okay, we get Trump out and we put a moderate, supposed moderate left in. That person can't get the deficit settled because of all the breaks Trump gave to actual billionaires over us. They can't reverse the damage he's doing to people who are on EBT, which are about to lose that funding. They can't undo the NRA's stranglehold on us because they've never really had to fight them. What are we going to do then? I know what we're going to do because it's the same thing we do all the time. We're going to say, the Dems are ineffective. Why did we put a Democrat in? They're not doing their jobs. Because you don't realize that having strong policies and having a way to navigate the system is so much more important than just being the Democrat, especially now, especially since we don't have the Senate still. We have the House, thank goodness for Speaker Pelosi and the, the, the wave that we caused in 2018, but it's still not enough. And when you don't realize that, and when your whole message is vote blue no matter who, I realize I can't trust you because you're not 
thinking on the level you should have been thinking about right after November 8th, 2016. All norms went out the window with Trump. But the one thing that needs to be stressed is that we cannot just put any old person in the White House anymore. This is not a game, people. This is not an easy job. This is not something you can coast by and go on golf course visits while you ruin the lives of American citizens and those seeking asylum. We need somebody who can get the job done. We need somebody who understands the social and global aspects of being the president of the United States of America and needs to respect the melting pot that we are and stop chasing one demographic over the other, yet expecting the others to have your back when you don't have ours. This is for real. I'm tired of ranting on this. And that's why I'm going with the policy of, I don't care if I've known you for a bit, if you vote blue no matter who at me, I'm going to block you. I don't want to see you. I don't share your viewpoint. And that also may end up going for those who are coming at me about Kamala being a VP. Because I've said this in the last Kalari drop. I am a black woman. I worked in a corporate office 20 years ago. I was in the finance department. I know what it's like to be passed up when I've done the work. I've literally had people say, you are the hardest worker in this office. But we can't give you that raise you need because we just hired in another white person as our regional manager. And it's going to their salary. Or we hired somebody over you, but we expect you to work with them so that they can hit the goals that we need for the company. You see, my work was valued, but not enough for me to be the face that they needed. Not enough for me to be that representative leader. They came to me when there were crisis to fix, but told me in no uncertain terms that I could never be the person calling the shots. And that is what you do when you are so soon after she made the announcement that she's dropping out, telling us, well, she can be VP or AG. I'm tired, y'all. I said that the last drop, I meant it. And you just need to understand how insidiously sexist and racist you're being right now to people who have had enough. I listened to Whitney Houston, didn't we almost have it all earlier today, and just burst down in tears, not just for Kamala's run, but for Hillary's run, because I feel devalued as a woman. I feel devalued as an American, and I'm tired of it. So please, please think before you tweet out or say to somebody, especially a person of color right now, to vote blue no matter who, because for so many of us, it does matter who. I'm going to wrap this up. If you're listening, thank you for listening. I will, unlike the last cast, have um, translation services. I apologize for not doing that the last cast. I was not in the right frame of mind for it. I will be using Teamy since I set up an account for the Kamala cast to translate stuff for our hearing impaired listeners. I will continue to try to use that for this cast and perhaps move it over to Snatching Edges since I have a credit on there that I put 
last month in excitement for the Kamala cast. Um, thank you for tuning in. Thank you again for all of those who helped out. If you don't hear my voice again beforehand, have a happy holidays for whatever you celebrate. Peace and love. Talk to you soon.